Hare Krishna devotees, Dandavat Pranam, all glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Today we are so fortunate to have His Grace Sarvadik Prabhuji from Mayapur. And today Prabhuji will enlighten us on Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 7, Verse 15. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, Dandavat Pranam, please take over the call. Thank you Mataji, Dandavat Pranam to you, to all the devotees. Thank you for being here for Bhagavatam class. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Jaiva Narotamam Devin Sarasatim Vyasam Tathujayam Udirayat Nashtapreshabadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Shloke Bhakti Bhavati Naishtiki Krishna Swadamo Bhagate Dhamagana Divisaha Kalo Nashtadasham Hesha Paranoko Nanodita We're reading today Srimad Bhagavatam Kanto 6 Chapter 7 Text 15 Taham Amaracharyam Agada Dishnam Dvijam Dishanam Dvijam Prasada Yishe Nishata Srishna Tachcharanam Spishan Atta, therefore, Aham, I, Amara Acharyam, the spiritual master of all the demigods, Agada Dishnam, whose spiritual knowledge is deep, Vijam, the perfect Brahmana, Prasada Yishe, I shall please, Nishata, without duplicity, Srishna, with my head, Tachcharanam, his lotus feet, Sprishan, touching. Translation. King Indra said, Therefore, with great frankness and without duplicity, I shall now bow my head at the lotus feet of Brihaspati, the spiritual master of the demigods. Because he is in the mode of goodness, he is fully aware of all knowledge and is the best of the brahmanas. Now I shall touch his lotus feet, offer my obeisances unto him, and try to satisfy him. Purport by Divine Grace, Coming to his senses, King Indra realized that he was not a very sincere disciple of his spiritual master, Brihaspati. Therefore, he decided that henceforward he would be Nishata, non-duplicitous. Nishata Sishnatachcharanam Spisham. He decided to touch his head to the feet of his spiritual master. For this example, we should learn this principle enunciated by Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur. Yasya prasadat bhagavat prasadu yasya prasadan nagati kudopi. By the mercy of the spiritual master, one is benedicted by the mercy of Krishna. Without the grace of the spiritual master, one cannot make any advancement. End quote. A disciple should never be a hypocrite or be unfaithful to his spiritual master. In Srimad Bhagavatam, the spiritual master is also called Acharya. Acharya mam vijaniyan. The Supreme Personality of God, it says that one should respect the spiritual master, accepting him as the Lord himself. One should not respect, disrespect the Acharya at any time. One should never think the Acharya an ordinary person. Familiarity sometimes brings contempt, but one should be very careful in one's dealing with the Acharya. Agadadishnam Dvijam, the Acharya, is a perfect Brahmana and has unlimited intelligence in guiding the activities of his disciple. Therefore, Krishna advises in Bhagavad Gita, 
tantiti pranipati na pariprasnena sevaya upadikshanti te gyanam gyani nastatva darshinaha just try to learn the truth by approaching a spiritual master inquire from him submissively and render service unto him a self-realized soul can impart knowledge unto you because he has seen the truth End quote. one should fully surrender unto the spiritual master and with service sevaya one should approach him for further spiritual enlightenment Omagyana Timirantasya Gyana Jana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militanjana Tatsmay Shri Gurave Nama Nama Shishtamanumati Sachiputramatra Sarupam Rupam Tasmagutamura Parimatarim Goshtavatim Radha Kundam Kidivaram Maho Radhika Madhavasam Prapto Yasapatita Kripaya Shri Gurum Tam Natosmi Ajanulam dita bujokanaka vadato sankirtanai kapitaro kamalaya taksho shishamburo dvijavaro jugatharma palo mande jagatriya guru karuna vataro ilakana divasaya nityaya paramatane balabuddhusa badrabhyam balabuddhusa badrabhyam jaganatayate namaha taptakan shinagorangi radhe bindavanishri vishabhanu sute devi pranamami haripriye Vancha kopatu bisha kripa sindhu bhyevacha patitanam pavinibhyo vaishnabhyo namo namaha. The subject matter of this, this uh, verse and purport are essential to be understood for our progress in spiritual life. If we remember what has happened, uh, Brihaspati has entered the assembly of Indradev. And he is being worshipped by the Siddhas, the Charnas, the Gandharvas, the Rakshas. Everyone's worshipping him. And he's become very happy <laughs> with such worship. He's become very puffed up also. Because this is the nature. When someone praises us, it goes to our, we say, it goes to our head. And when someone says something negative, we become angry. This is the nature of the material world, the nature of duality. But one should be equipoise in praise and blame. And we can be happy in this world. Amanina manadena kirtaniya sadahari. Amanina means we should offer respect to everyone and manadena, not expect any respect in return. So be equipoise. But Indra, being who he is, was very intoxicated by so many people worshipping him. And his guru, Brihaspati, came into the assembly and gurus and Indra sitting on his throne and failed to rise, fold his hands and bow down before his guru. This is a huge offense. Because how is he seated on that? By whose mercy is he seated on the throne? By the mercy of God and guru. And how are we situated in spiritual life? By the grace of God and guru. So this is a very important lesson that Lord Indra has made a great offense to Guru and we should scrupulously avoid the similar situation by always Bande Guru Shri Charanaravindam keeping our head at the lotus seat of Sri Guru because this is the position of disciple even Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said my spiritual master called me a fool and I accepted as such he said you just chant Hare Krishna you're not fit to study Vedanta so even God is accepting the position of Sishya, a fool before his guru. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had his guru. Krishna had his guru. Rama had his guru. This is 
the tradition even for God what to speak of ourself. So Jiva Goswami says that, that Guru Tattva is the most difficult tattva to comprehend because from our vision we see Sri Guru, we look at him and we say, oh, he is a man. He becomes tired sometimes. He becomes diseased sometimes. He has to use the bathroom. He becomes old. And he has to leave his body. So how is it that this person, who is clearly a man, how is he God? This is, appears to be oxymoron. On one side God and one side guru. Uh, one side uh, man and one side God. How can they exist in the same, uh, same package, you can say? So we sing every morning, Saksha Duritvina Samasta Shastar, Ruptas Tata Bhavyata Eva Sadhi, Kintu Prabhuya Priya Eva Tasya, Vande Guroshi Charanaravindam. Srila Vishana Chakravati Thakur has explained the Tattva very nicely. He says, Saksha the Guru is as good as God. He is as good as God. He is not God directly. He's, although it says Saksha he is directly God. He's God, but he's also not God. Why? Kintu. One word, kintu, means but. One word changes the whole meaning of the shloka. Kintu prabhu, yapriya evatasa. He's very dear to prabhu. He's not prabhu, he's dear to prabhu. He's the supreme personality of servitor Godhead. He's not the supreme personality of served Godhead. There is a difference. God and guru. How does, how does God approach us? Does he come playing his flute? Come, I want to see you. How does he approach us? He approaches us through guru. So we may see spiritual master as a man, but this is very superficial understanding, and devotees that see in that way uh, have very difficult time in spiritual life. They lose their guru nishta, their faith in guru, their fixity of purpose and service to the lotus feet of Sri Guru. So just like... We worship Tulsi Maharani. We can define Tulsi as a plant. She has leaves and flowers and roots and bark and roots and she produces seeds. There's chlorophyll, there's cellulose. By any common definition, we can say Tulsi is a plant. Yet Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur gives us information. Who, what is the position of Tulsi? And as he sang some beautiful songs, Samasta Vaikunti Shiromanashi, Krishna Sibindavana Danyadhamni, Datadikare Vishavanu Putra, Brinde Namaste Charanaravindam. He's offering his obeisances to the lotus feet of Brinda Devi, who is the personality that appears to us in this world as Tulsi. And who is, what is the role she plays in Krishna Leela? Very, very important role very esoteric role. Samasta Vaikuntha Sharomanashri. Of all the Vaikuntha planets, the top most is Goloka. And in Goloka Vrindavan, who is arranging for the service of Radha Krishna? How Srimati Radharani will be dressed, what she will wear, how she will be decorated, what color, what texture, what flowers will decorate her, what fragrances will decorate Nidhi Kunja, in what pattern, what foods will be offered, what drinks will be offered, what Agrabhati, what scent, how the wind will blow, everything she's organizing. She's given that position by Srimati Radharani. This is the exalted position of Srimati Tulsi Maharani, Brinda Devi, 
who appears in human society as Tulsi. <clears throat> Some, as I, and as an example to help us understand, just like an orchestra, there's a conductor. In front of the conductor, there may be 150 musicians playing violins and brass and uh, percussion instruments and uh, all types of musical instruments. And the conductor is organizing them in such a way to bring out the most beautiful music. Now you play loudly. Now you, this section plays softly, faster, slower. He's waving the wand and he's conducting to produce beautiful music. So in a similar way, Tulsi Maharani, Brinda Devi, is conducting all the affairs along with Purnamasi, conducting all the Leela, because she's Leela Shakti, she's Leela Shakti personified. She's conducting all the Leelas of Radha Krishna in Vrindavan for the happiness and pleasure, satisfaction of Shishi Radha and Krishna. So her position is very exalted. But how does she appear before us as a plant? So in the same way, Guru is the most exalted position. He's Krishna's representative. And we have no relationship with God without our relationship with Him. So sometimes, especially from the non-devotee public, we hear criticism like, you're bowing down to this guy. You're giving him money. You're worshipping him. You're praising him. What is this? What are you? He's a man. Yes, he's a man, but he's God's representative. He's empowered. Krishna Shakti Binanahita Prabhatan. He has the Shakti, the Kripa Shakti in particular, to represent Krishna. How do we get Krishna's mercy? We get it through Guru, not directly. This is impossible. We get mercy from Guru, Krishna's representative. So we approach Guru, Vande Guru Shri Charanaravan. We bow down, we offer our prayers to his Charana Aravinda, his lotus feet. So we should understand Guru according to Tattva. What is his position according to Shastra? In Chaitanya Charitamrita, there's some very important verses we can look at to give us some understanding of Guru. In the Adi Lila of Chaitanya Charitamrita, first chapter, Guru Tattva, the whole Chaitanya Charitamrita begins with Guru. You want to understand Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? Start at the beginning. Understand Guru Tattva. So there it said, Yadyapi Amar Guru Chaitanya Radhas Tatapi Janaya Amitanhara Prakash. Although I know that my spiritual master is a servitor of Chaitanya, I know him also as a plenary manifestation of the Lord. Guru Krishna Rupahana Shastare Pramani, Guru Rupi Krishna Kripa Karani Bhaktagani. According to the deliberate opinion of all revealed scriptures, the spiritual master is non different from Krishna. Krishna in the form of the spiritual master delivers his, his devotees. So Krishna Rup means as good as Krishna. The form of Krishna. How we can't see Krishna with our eyes. We can't approach Krishna with our imperfect senses. We approach him, or rather we should say he approaches us through the agency of his representative, Sri Guru. So Guru is a man, but he's also Supreme Personality of Godhead, as good as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And Srila Prabhupada uh, refers to a beautiful verse in Srimad Bhagavatam, which is also mentioned in verse 46 of this section. And he it mentions this, Achayamam Bijaniyam Navamanyetikarichit Namarti Buddha Suyeta Sarva Deva Mayo Guru. That one should never disrespect 
na avamanyeta. We should never disrespect Sri Guru at any time karhichit, because to do so will bring disaster in one's life. And there's a nice story in Chaitanya Chantamrita also that illustrates this very vividly. Madhavandapuri appeared in Madhva Sampradaya, to whom to which we're connected. Madhva Gaudiya Vaishnav Sampradaya. So Madhvacharya was a member of the Sampradaya, and his disciple was Ishwar Puri and Ramchandra Puri. Ramchandra Puri had a tendency for Mayavad philosophy. And Madhavanda Puri first manifested this Madhurya rasa, this intense conjugal feeling of, of love of God. And in his last days, he was begging but I, and experiencing intense separation. Vipralambhabhav, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur says that this is the key. Without understanding separation from Krishna, we cannot progress in spiritual life. A very important understanding. Not some bog, how will I be with Krishna? But to feel this feeling of separation from Krishna, Dipralamba, and this is manifest in the life, first manifest in the life of Madhavandapuri. And in his last days, he was reciting this verse, I didn't that I couldn't meet the Lord of my life. My life is over. My life is, I couldn't meet him. She's crying in ecstatic separation from God. And what happens? This rascal, Ramchandra Puri, comes in and chess and criticizes his own guru because he's seeing his guru as a mundane person. Disciple can, should never criticize guru. Rather, he should always accept the humble position of service and humility before his guru, always bowing down, accepting guru as his life and soul, this rascal Ramchandra Puri criticizes Guru. He says, "Why are you lamenting? This is this is childish. Fix your mind on Brahman. You should know this. Fix your mind on Brahman. Be free from anchoring and limitation. Brahma Bhuta Prasanatma, the Sojatina Kangshite. Fix your mind on Brahman." Madhavendra Puri said, "Get out! I don't want to see your face. Leave. Get out." Why? Because this. Madhavadapuri is in ecstasy, intense feeling of ecstatic love of God and separation. And this rascal comes in and says, fix your mind on Brahman. Brahman is for beginners. And Madhavadapuri is manifesting the highest ecstatic, emotional expression of love of God. So Ramchandrapuri, because of his offense to his guru, gradually became like a maya body. He became critical of all the devotees. He even criticized Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He was in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's room and when he saw ants crawling on the floor, he said he criticized Mahaprabhu. I can see that you are a cheating sannyasi. You're addicted to sense gratification. There's ants in your room. I can understand you've been eating sweets. Such an offender. Even the Supreme Lord, he wants, he's criticizing. Conversely, Ishwar Puri, in the last days of his guru, when, the, when his guru is feeling these ecstatic, emotional ecstasies welling up in his heart and consciousness, Ishwar Puri would sing beautiful verses from Bhagavatam that were harmonious 
in, in understanding his guru's mind harmonious to his feelings of separation from Krishna. He'd sing bhajans, he'd remind his guru of Radha Krishna. He'd serve his guru even to the extent of cleaning up his body, cleaning the urine and feces from the body of his guru. And by such intimate service, surrendered service to his guru, Madhavandapuri, Ishwarpuri, became so qualified that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu accepted him as spiritual master. So we should be like Ishwara Puri and never ever think that we're in a position to criticize our Guru because this is the first principle of spiritual life, Guru Pada Ashraya. First principle of spiritual life is to accept Guru and surrender to him. And Prabhupada writes in the purport, let me read that, to one of these verses, I think Adi Lila 146. Prabhupada writes, the relationship of a disciple with his spiritual master is as good as his relationship with the Supreme Lord. A spiritual master always represents himself as the humblest servitor of the personality of Godhead, but the disciple must look upon him as the manifested representation of Godhead. Very important thing. Our relationship with Guru is as good as our relationship with the Supreme Lord. If you have no Guru, then you can make great advancement in spiritual life. Srila Prabhupada gives an example. If you're in college, you can monitor a class and you can learn many things. But because you're not enrolled in the class, because you're not a regular student, you don't get credit. So Prabhupada explains in one purport that unless one is properly initiated, he can't leave this material world. So we should accept initiation from Sri Guru. This is the... Uh, essential for our progress in spiritual life. And we should maintain Guru Nishta, faith in our Guru. Sometimes I hear it's very disturbing. Even some of my foolish God-brothers say things like this on occasion. They say, what you really need is a Rasik Guru. As if to say that the Iskan Acharyas, the Iskan Vartman Acharyas are not Rasik. Rasik Guru means someone who's relishing the mellows of Krishna Bhakti. They're, they're relishing rasa. So they take that to mean someone who's sitting in Radhakun, reading esoteric books, Gita Govinda, Krishna Karnamrita, Rasa Nidhi Shuddha, Rasa, 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 Rasa Shuddha Nidhi, uh, Krishna Karnamrita, all these esoteric books describing the intimate pastimes of Radha and Krishna. This is Rasik Guru. We have a different idea. And Shasta gives us a different idea of who is a Rasa Guru. Rasa Guru, examine the life of Srila Prabhupada. Who is a Rasa Guru? Rasa Guru is someone who gets on a boat with no money in his pocket, not a dime. Forty rupees that you can't spend in New York City. Prabhupada spent it when he returned to India and used it for taxi fare. But he had no money he could spend. He had a box full of books, a pair of cartels, and a bag of granola. And the order of his spiritual master to go to this far-off country with poor health, two heart attacks, getting off the boat. He said, I didn't know where to turn left or to turn right. And no guarantee of any place to stay. A few days stay at the Agarwal's house. But other than that, no support. The pa Captain Pandya bought Bhagavatam from him. He probably offered him a set of Shiman Bhagavatam. And he asked how much... He said that 16, probably said $16. He 
the captain gave him $20. So Prabhupada got off the boat with $20 in his pocket, which is, and we all know is nothing in New York City. $20 in New York City? What can you do with $20? Prabhupada had absolute faith in his guru. He sacrificed his life. Meditate on Prabhupada standing in the snow of New York City wearing his white rubber slippers, his sannyas, his flimsy, practically see-through sannyas dhoti and little chadar in Prabhupada hat in the freezing cold of New York City for one year, struggling. His manuscript was stolen. His typewriter was stolen. He was attacked by some drug-crazed hippie. He experienced obstacle after obstacle after obstacle, but he never gave up faith in his guru and the instruction of his guru. This is a Rasik guru, someone who has intimate relationship with the mission of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So are Iskandacharyas that have sacrificed their life, their wealth, their youth, have driven their body into the ground, traveling all over the world, initiating, accepting the karma from thousands of devotees. They're not Rasi Gurus. Anyone who thinks so is simply a fool. It's an offensive fool. So I don't mean to use hard words, but I find them appropriate in this regard, that we should maintain our faith, our Guru Nishta, because it's essential. If you lose your Guru Nishta, you lose everything. And I have one godbrother. He's, he's completely lost faith in Prabhupada. He calls him a Prabhupada disciple. But he, he goes to this Sampradaya, the Advaita, Advaita Parivar, Nityananda Parivar, uh, the Radhakun Babaji's. And he's just like, he's out, he's out like, a, like a butterfly, going from plant, flower to flower, looking for something. Everything is available from Srila Prabhupada. And we should have that faith. As followers of Prabhupada, who is our preeminent Siksha Guru, we should have unflinching faith, Nishta, that there is no second person that can give me something that Srila Prabhupada and my Guru cannot give. If you don't have that faith, then how will you progress in spiritual life? So in our Iskand society, we have many Gurus, and Shastra explains, we, when we say Vande Gurun, Vande Gurun means plural. We're offering our respect to all our Gurus. That means when we think of our who your guru is, we should include Srila Prabhupada in that description. So, I'm, my, my, who's your guru? My guru is uh, Indra Dumni Maharaj and Srila Prabhupada. Who is your guru, Prabhu? Who's your guru, Mataji? My guru is His Holiness Radha Swami and Srila Prabhupada. Who is your guru? Oh, His Holiness Jai Pataka Maharaj and Srila Prabhupada. So, Vandi Gurun. Because guru is one. This is the conception of Samasti Guru and Vyasti Guru. Samasti Guru means all Gurus, how Guru is one. Just like everyone has a father. But your father is not my father. But father is one. There's no birth without father. Mother requires father to, to create a child. Father requires mother to create, a, to create a child. So this is a conception of everyone has a father, Samasti. But Vyasti means my Guru. So Guru is one, but Guru is one also. Guru is many, and Guru is one. <coughs> so we respect all bona fide Gurus. We bow down to them. We say Vande Gurun, Shri Gurun. Vande, we offer respect to plural, the plurality of Gurus. And we offer our love and service 
to our guru to whom we surrendered. Now, Srila Prabhupada said something very wonderful. He was speaking to the Godiamant. He was lecturing on the occasion of the appearance or disappearance, I don't recall, disappearance or appearance of Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. And he said something very important. I'll read his speech in the, transli the transliteration of his speech. He said, Gentlemen, the offering is Vyas Puja. I'm sorry, it was Vyas Puja, not disappearance. Vyas Puja. Gentlemen, the offering of such a homage has been arranged this evening to the Acharya Dev. It's not a sectarian concern. For when we speak of the fundamental principle of Guru Dev or Acharya Dev, we speak of something that is of universal application. There does not arise any question of discriminating my Guru from yours or anyone else's. There is only one Guru who appears in an infinity of forms to teach you, me, and all others. So this is a very important thing to help us grasp the conce conception of Guru. Guru means the external manifestation of the Supersoul. Krishna is in our heart. Sarvasya Chaham Hridisani Vishnu. Krishna says, 15th chapter, Ishra Sarva Bhutanam Hridesher Janatishtati. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, many I'm present within your heart. So that same personality manifests himself in the personality of Guru. How? By giving his instructions. So instructions he received from Guru are the life and soul of a disciple because Guru has a disciple has faith that the instructions my Guru is giving me are get, coming from Krishna. He is in con connection, intimate connection with Super Soul, and he's giving me instruction. And this is why one should carefully accept Guru who meets these qualifications we read about. In this verse, let me look again. I'll read them again. Because he is in the mode of goodness, he is fully aware of all knowledge and is the best of Brahmanas. In the translation we read, a god adishnam, whose spiritual knowledge is deep, dvijam, the perfect Brahmana, amara achayam, the spiritual master of the demigods. So this is very high qualification. Guru is not self-appointed. He's not a self-made man. He's guru by qualification. So such a guru is qualified to represent the spiritual, is qualified to represent the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Now let us examine some of the songs we sing every morning. We should learn the meaning of these songs. Sometimes when I'm lecturing face to face, I ask devotees, what does it mean? Juktir uh, apekshaniya. And they get this blank look on people's faces and they don't know. I'll ask you, do you know? We sing this every morning. Yuktira Pekshaniya. It appears in the sixth verse of the Guru Vashtukam. We'll get there. Let's look at the Guru Vandan first. Sri Guru Charana Padma Kevala Bhakati Sadma Bandhun Mui Sabadanamati. Each of these words is very, very significant for understanding our position as a disciple. Sri Guru Charana Padma means the lotus feet of Guru. Kevala Bhakti Sadma. Where will you find Kevala Bhakti? Sadma means the location. Where is it found? Where is unalloyed, pure devotional service? Kevala Bhakti. Where is it to be found? Sadma. At the lotus feet of Sri Guru. Therefore, Bandhamui Sabdhanamante. The Sabdhan means you be careful. Guru is your best friend. It's recommended in Bhagavatam that one should serve Guru 
with Goravena and Suradena. Goravena means with all due respect. He's your best friend, but he's God's representative. It's not that you can walk up to Guru Dive and just give him a slap on the back. Hey, hi, Bo Maharaj, how's it going? You cannot. Savdan. Srila Prabhupada writes in one purport that a devotee, a disciple, can fall down by being too intimate with the, with the deity in the temple or with his spiritual master. So, Bandhan Mui, offer your obeisances. Bandhan Mui, Savdan, very carefully, with caution. Goravena. But Suradena, he's your best friend. He's giving you your spiritual, he's blessing you. He's establishing a relation. He is your link to the parampara, and he's your link ultimately to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So, Jahara Prasadi Bhai E Bhavaturiya Jai, that by the mercy, by his mercy, O brothers, we cross over the entire Bhavasagar. Bhavasagar means the ocean of birth and death. And Krishna Prapti Hoi Jaha Hoite. By him, Krishna Prapti, we get Krishna from Guru, not directly. And the whole world, everyone in, in the masjid, the mandir, the gurudwara, the, the synagogue, the church, they go pray directly to God. Because they don't know how to approach God. We understand Krishna Prapti Hoy. That if you want Krishna, you approach Krishna's representative. We pray to Sri Guru. Please bless that by, by your grace, by your mercy, Guru is invested with Krishna Shakti, Krishna's Kripa Shakti. His mercy shakti, by which Krishna prapti, Krishna is available. This is an important thing to understand. We meditate on these things deeply when we sing this song. Just don't sing this song. Understand the meaning of each, of each word. And when you sing, meditate on these invaluable, gem-like statements of Srila Narottam Das Thakur. Guru Mukha Padma Bhakya Chatete Kore Aikya Ana Kore Mani Asha. Guru Mukha Padma Bhakya. That let my mind, my chitta, my chitta be one with the instructions of my spiritual master. Let me not deviate an inch from the instructions of my spiritual master. This is an essential principle for spiritual life. We worship and regard Srila Haridas Thakur in the highest way. Because he's not only a preacher, he's not only prachar, but achar. He's a perfect follower of his spiritual master also. And we should be the same way. Not that we just preach Krishna consciousness, but don't practice what we preach. Very essential principle. So this, is a, this line is especially applicable for Iskand devotees because when we read Prabhupada's books, what are we doing? This is Prabhupada's Padma Bhakya, the, the Mukha Padma Bhakya, the Words coming from his lotus mouth. Prabhupada didn't write his books with pen and paper. He spoke his books into a dictaphone. And those words were transcribed into the written word and printed and made into a book. So when we open Srila Prabhupada's book, we should understand you're as good as sitting in the same room hearing Srila Prabhupada speak. This is Guru Mukha Padma Bhakya. So to make progress in our spiritual life, we cannot contradict and lose our faith in the words of spiritual master. Shri Guru Charani Rathaya say Uttamagati. What is our Uttamagati? What is the highest objective of our life? Shri Guru Charani Rati. To have Rati, to have love for spiritual master. 
We should have feeling, because who is he? He's representative of the Lord, yes, but he's a resident in the spiritual world also. And when we go there, we're engaged in the Lord's service by the instructions of the spiritual master. His instructions to us are eternal. This is the difference between Bani Seva and Vapu Seva. Vapu Seva means to serve the spiritual master in his bodily manifestation, in this world, in his body, iron his clothes, cook for him, sit in class, hear for him, drive him, serve him, do many services to his body, assist him in his service to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This is Vapu Seva. That is temporary. Because body, our body is temporary, Guru's body is temporary, but what is eternal? What is our eternal relationship with Sri Guru? That is Vani Seva. Bhagavatam says, Rahugunai Tattabhasanayati Nachanchyana Nirvapanad Grihadva. The Chindas and Naiv and Jalagna Soyar. Vinamahatpadarajobhishekam. How is it possible to come to Krishna? Not by any of these other things, not by austerity, not by executing Varnashram duties, not by Dan, by Tapasya. None of these things will give you Krishna Bhakti. How is it possible? To bathe yourself in the dust of the lotus feet of a Niskinshana devotee. Sri Guru. So how do we bathe our, 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 ourselves? How do we bathe our consciousness in the dust of the lotus feet of Prabhupada? Or if your Guru has already left, how do you get his foot dust? It's, he's gone. Foot, foot dust is all gone. Bapu Seva, foot dust is gone. Vani Seva, there's heaps of pi and piles of Vani Seva foot dust by serving the mission of Sri Guru. We get his mercy. Ye Prasadi Puri Sarva Asha. All your Asha, all your hopes and aspirations in spiritual life are fulfilled by his mercy. <coughs> so, how do we get that? By Vani Seva. Vani Seva is eternal. When we go to the kingdom of God, when that Blessed day comes some lifetime or other. When we enter the kingdom of God, who is there engaging you in Radha Krishna Seva? Your Guru. You don't get Seva without having a Guru. You can't go to Goloka. For this reason, you can't go to Goloka without having a Guru. Because he's engaging you in Radha Krishna Seva. Radha Krishna Seva, Pavo E. Abhilasu, we pray to, we pray to Tulsi Maharani. Guru is also representative of Tulsi Maharani. How to engage in service? By the grace of Sri Guru. So he can fulfill Sarava Asha, all our aspirations. Chakudan Diloje, Janmi Janmi Prabhu say. So birth after birth, he's our Prabhu. Here, he's our Prabhu, engaged, being engaged under his direction in this world. And Janmi Janmi Prabhu say, birth after birth, eternally, our relationship with Sri Guru is an eternal link. When we enter the kingdom of God, we serve under his direction. This means, Janme Janme Prabhu. He's my Prabhu, birth after birth. Debya Gyan Vede Prakashito. This is a very, very important thing. Debya Gyan is, is achieved by the grace of Guru. This means transcendental realization, sporty. Knowledge we can get by reading books. And we should read books. But anyone can read the book and say what it says. You can, any, any woman hunter, alcoholic, drug addict can read the book and tell you what it says and explain what they read. But is that Dibya Gyan? Dibya Gyan means realized knowledge, the experience of Krishna Bhakti, the experience of love of God, the experience of 
detachment from this world and attachment to the lotus feet of Lord Krishna, Radha Krishna. So how is that achieved? Pride Prakashita is manifest in our heart by His mercy. Gibya Gand Pride Prakashita. It's Prakash. It's manifest in our heart. And how does that Prakash come? Hmm. It's explained in, I think, Katha Upanishad. Yasya Deve Pra Bhaktir Yata Deve Tata Guru Tasyati Katita Pyarta Prakashante Mahatmana. Maybe Padma Purana. One of the Puranas. Prakashante Mahatmana. How do we get that Prakash by having absolute faith? in Guru and in Lord Krishna. Then Debya Gan Vride Prakashitu, it's manifest in our heart. Naratam Das Thakur is saying the same thing. Prema Bhakti Jaha Hoiti Abhidyabhinasa Jati Vedegai Jaha Racharito. Prema Bhakti Jaha Hoiti. Love of God is a characteristic of Sri Guru. It's it's emanating from him in his activities, in his words, in a service activity. And if we serve him that same Object that same ecstatic emotional outpouring is available to us by service to Guru. Abhidya Abhinasajate, then he destroys all types of avidya, ignorance. What is our ignorance? We think I'm this body, I'm, I belong in this material world, sense gratification is the object of life. He destroys that. Guru means heavy. Guru is not lagu, he's not light. Guru is heavy. He cuts. He's a sadhu. Sadhu means someone who cuts through your illusion. Like Jeev Jago, Jeev Jago, wake up. How long you sleep in the lap of the witch called Maya? He said, Oh Prabhu, Mataji, is everything okay? How are you feeling? Are you loving yourself sufficiently? This is all bogus. He cuts. You're in Maya. Wake up. Become detached from this world. You're going to die. Death is chasing you. What are you going to do about it? He's heavy with knowledge. Guru, and he destroys ignorance, avidya. The Vedic guy Jaharacharito, because of this, all the Vedas glorify Sri Guru. Sri Guru Karuna Sindhu, Adama Janara Bandhu. He's an ocean of mercy. What is, his, what is Guru's mercy? He gives you Krishna, and the pathway which Krishna can be achieved. Srila Prabhupada would sometimes criticize Guru. Prabhupada was always criticizing. That's his 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 uh, contribution to the world to slash through avidya and reveal what is truth. What is the difference between ignorance and truth? He's always slashing through the forest of ignorance of Kali Yuga. This is his karuna. This is his mercy. Not that we approach Guru. I have this. My leg is giving me trouble. She, Guru Dave, do you have any medicine? Do you know some? What is it? How can I? Please bless me to become free from this disease. Please bless me for happy family life. Please bless my son that they can get married. Please bless my daughter to have a baby. This is not his blessing. His blessing is to come free from this material world and chaktva dehum punajanma naiti mamiti sarjandir. Go back to Krishna, leave this material world and never come back. This is blessing from Guru. One time Srila Prabhupada was traveling on a very, in a very fancy bogey. A life member was highly placed in the Indian railway system. And he arranged for a very first class bogey for Prabhupada and some of his sannyasi, Western sannyasi disciples. So some Marwari businessmen came to know that Srila Prabhupada, the founder Acharya, the famous guru that made the Americans Krishna conscious, he's on this train. 
And they all came for his darshan. And they were, <laughs> they were asking, Oh, Swamiji, please bless us. What are they thinking? You know, bless my business so I become wealthy. Bless my health so I become more, have greater capacity to enjoy sense gratification. What blessing are they asking for? Oh, bless me, Swamiji. Bless me, Swamiji. Kripa koro, kripa, ashirvad koro, ashirvad koro, Swamiji. Prabhupada gestured to his Western disciples who had renounced the world. Shaven-headed, saffron-clad Western disciples. He looked them straight in the eye and said, This is my blessing. Are you willing to accept? And they all freaked out. Oh, 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 oh Swami, oh, thank you, Swami, thank you, Swamiji. And they all left. This is the blessing of Guru to renounce this world, to develop love of God, forget about material life, and go back home, back to God. This is his Karuna Sindhu. And who is he giving it to? Adhama Janara Bandhu. The Adhamas, the fallen souls, the destitute souls of Kali Yuga, the ignorant souls swimming in an ocean of sense gratification and ignorance, the Adhamas. He is their friend because he's giving Krishna and the process by which Krishna can be achieved. Who can be a better friend? Who is your real friend in this world? That, uh, what is it? There's one beautiful verse. What is that? Um, I don't remember in Namashtakam. Who is your real friend? Your guru is your real friend. Saguru Samitab, Saguru Samit, I'm forgetting. Anyway, our real friend in this world is Guru because he's giving you Krishna. Lokanath Lokera Jivana. Lokanath, Lokanath Swami, whose appearance day we just celebrated yesterday was the guru of Narottam Das Thakur. Narottam Das Thakur showed ideal service attitude towards his guru. Lokanath Goswami took a vow that I will never initiate any disciple. So he refused when Narottam Das Thakur approached him for initiation. He begged. He pleaded. Lokanath Goswami was fixed. No, I will not accept any disciple. I'm unfit. He had such profound humility, profound renunciation. I will not accept any disciple in this lifetime. So Narottam Das Thakur spied on him and found where he was going into the forest to answer nature's call. And he would go there at midnight and he'd clean that place and straighten it and, and sanctify it, purify it, straighten everything out nicely. So this was going on for some time and Lokanath Goswami is thinking, who is doing this? So one night he stayed up and waited to see who was coming. And when he saw Lokanath, uh, Narottam Das Thakur coming and cleaning up his stool and urine, straightening the place where he was passing stool and urine. And who is Narottam Das Thakur? He's a prince's son. Such high-class aristocratic person, even by materialistic calculation. He was very moved. And Narottam Das Thakur begged him for initiation and he accepted initiation. So what is the principle? To be willing to do the most humble service for Sri Guru, to please Guru. Not that we should think, I'm a big disciple, I should, I should give the lecture, I should lead the kirtan, I should be the temple president, the GBC, the blah, blah, blah. Be, be happy to sweep the floor. Clean the bathroom. Because they're all the same. Prabhupada mentioned this that the person offering the arati, dressing the deity, is the same as the person 
sweeping the floor. Because they're attached to Krishna, serving on behalf of Guru for the pleasure of Krishna. He gave another example. He said, if the pujari is offering a flower to the lotus feet of the Lord, and there's an insect on that flower, when he puts the flower on the feet of the Lord, and that insect crawls off and kisses the feet of Krishna, the insect is as good as the pujari. So whether you sweep the floor, you clean the bathroom, or you balance the books, you go on Sankirtan, you give the lecture, you become guru yourself. All this service is equal. In this way, being a mother changing diapers can take you back to Godhead. Being a businessman, making money to support your family in the temple can take you back to Godhead. Any service connected with Krishna will take you back to Godhead because Krishna accepts the devotional mood. Not, the, not the, exactly the service proper, but the service mood with which the service is offered. So this was ex exemplified <coughs> by Narottam Das Thakur. So he's praying, Lokanath, Lokera Jivan, that my guru, Lokanath, is the life of all the worlds. So when we sing this song, we should also sing, not just Lokanath, Lokera Jivan, but we should sing Prabhupada, Lokera Jivana. Because when we sing this song, we're not worshipping Lokanath Goswami. We're worshipping A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, the founder of Charya Niskan, for whom we have this feeling, Lokera Jivana, you're the life of the whole world. You're our life. You're our everything. So we should sing this Prabhupada, Lokera Jivana. Aha Prabhu Kora Doya Deha Mori Padachaya. Oh, he's saying, oh my Lord. Oh Prabhu, he's calling out in desperation. Oh my Prabhu, be merciful to me. Be merciful to me. Because our advancement in spiritual life is based on mercy. It's not about how smart you are, how good a lecturer you are, how many shlokas you know, how much money you have, what caste you're born in, what country you're born in, your age, your seniority, your initiation. It has nothing to do with any of that. It depends on how much you can cry out for mercy from Guru, which means crying for mercy from the Lord. So we pray. Nortam Das Thakur is begging. He's crying in desperation. Aha Prabhu, Koro Daya, be merciful to me. Deho More Padachaya, give me the shade of your lotus. Not your lotus feet directly, just the shade of your lotus feet. Let me be under the shade of your lotus feet. Shade comes when the feet are above, they give shade. So we're taking shelter, shade of lotus feet. So we should have that attitude towards Guru, to take shelter of his feet. Not have, expect some intimate relationship. Because our service relationship with Guru, our, our intimate relationship with Guru is by service. If your Guru has 30, 40, 50, his Holiness Jayapataka Maharaj has 70,000, more than 70,000. Do you expect him to call you up in the morning, wake you up for Mangalarti? How are you doing? How's your japa? We follow by his instructions, by his example, knowing that Krishna is the internal manifestation of Guru, Chaitu Guru, and external manifestation is Sri Guru. So following instructions of Guru, Shaitya Guru, Guru in the heart, sees exactly what you're doing and blesses you because you're following the instructions of your Guru. Don't expect such intimate service to your Guru. Only a few disciples can get that. And that's a blessing for them, certainly. 
when we take shelter of the lotus seat of Guru. And in this way we make progress. So disciple prays, let me glorify my Guru. His fame, Yash, means fame throughout the three worlds. So this is our business. I want to make one final point in this regard. That next year is the 150th anniversary appearance of Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. So the Gaudiyamat is making a big festival out this, and this is very nice. You know, there's there's no ISKCON without Saraswati Thakur. There's no Prabhupada without Saraswati Thakur. We owe him our, we owe him everything. We owe him our life. So we're very interested in glorifying Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur also. But we should understand who is that person who fulfilled all the intimate desires of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, of Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur, who first sent teachings of Lord Chaitanya, his life and precepts to McGill University in what year? 1896, the same year as Srila Prabhupada's birth. This is not insignificant. This is not just a coincidence. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was setting the stage for such a Senapati Bhakta as Srila Prabhupada to come and make Hare Krishna a household world all over the world. Prabhupada took these 16 gems, wove them into a beautiful garland, and garlanded the, the whole world. And what are those 16 gems? Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Somewhere in the world, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year, there is a, the chanting of the holy name going on by the contribution, by the mercy and preaching campaign of A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. No one else. No one else did this. Prabhupada gets exclusive uh, claim, uh, uh, rights for this position. This is why we say Prabhupada. We say Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur Prabhupada. Srila Jiva Goswami Prabhupada, Rupa Goswami Prabhupada. Prabhupada is a title. Yet there's a class of people who say, no, he's Swami Maharaj. Swami Maharaj is his sannyas name. We should not address Prabhupada without the proper honorific of Om Vishnupad Paramahansa, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Prabhupada. Because this Prabhupada, our Prabhupada, made the glories of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur Prabhupada known all over the world. How do they have the picture of Saraswati Thakur in China, in Mexico, in Australia, in France, in Africa? Only because of our Prabhupada. No one knows a shred, a scent of the glories of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur Prabhupada without the preaching campaign of our Srila Prabhupada Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. So we should understand this very carefully. So someone calls our guru Swami Maharaj. We say, no, Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Because Prabhupada is a title for a devotee who makes an extraordinary contribution to the Guru Parampara. And this is our Prabhupada, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Prabhupada, who wove a garland of the holy name and garlanded the whole world. Somewhere there's Mangalarti going on in the world. Somewhere there's Japa going on. Somewhere there's Tulsi Puja. Somewhere there's Sanjya Arti. Somewhere there's the chanting of the Holy Name because of the contribution of our Srila Prabhupada. So we should have complete Guru Nishta 
in his contribution and not tolerate any other conception of life. So let me read the verse again. King Indra said, Therefore, with great frankness and without duplicity, I shall now bow my head at the lotus feet of Brihaspati, the spiritual master of the demigods, because he is in the mood of goodness, he is fully aware of all knowledge, and is the best of brahmanas. Now I shall touch his lotus feet and offer my obeisances and try to satisfy him. So let us all touch our head to the lotus feet of our spiritual masters and to the lotus feet of Srila Prabhupada and thus open up the door to Vaikuntha, to Goloka Vrindavan. Thank you very much for your kind attention. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Iskandvartma acharya ki jai nitai gaur premanande haribo. Anyone has any comment or question? Hare Krishna Prabhuji, Madhara Pranam to you, Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Guru Maharaj ki jai. Prabhuji, can you hear me? Yes, Prabhuji. Yes, Prabhuji. Yeah, because my phone is a little old and sometimes, you know, uh, there's a complaint that one cannot hear that I have to switch the speaker off. So, yeah, thank you so much for the wonderful class and very much uh, connected to, you know, uh, you emphasize so much on the spiritual master. So, Prabhuji, you said that... Uh, like, um, I mean, uh, yes, if you have a spiritual master, then, you know, there is chances that we can go back to Godhead, right? So, at the same time, we also hear that um, recently, uh, one of the temples here in Diland, there's new Veda Foundation. It is actually, it was established by His Holiness Bhakti Charu Maharaj. So, there's Nav Yogindra Maharaj was here. And he was mentioning uh, in one of his classes that, you know, he was stressing a lot on one aspect that we have to remember Krishna uh, during, uh, you know, Krishna's name. So, uh, you know, like, uh, so in the sense that, uh, uh, like, uh, so sometimes the mind can think, okay, like, you know, suppose we don't remember the Krishna's name, right? So then it's like, uh, and we have a spiritual master. So the spiritual master will help us or that is a separate endeavor. And here, of course, serving our spiritual master by Papu, Vani, whatever way we can do. So both are uh, very, very important to, you know, kind of uh, go. So that our goal is to go back to Godhead. So is it like both on the equal platform or is it like, uh, you know, simultaneously both can be uh, executed? That's my question. The methodology is this. We receive yeah. instructions from the spiritual master, which are the yeah, instructions I, of the Lord. I just want to Lord's mention one thing. Uh, like, yes? you know, after your class, I heard the importance of spiritual master. And then from his class last Sunday, I heard that it's very important to remember Krishna's name. Although he didn't uh, uh, specify on the guru, like always remembering Krishna, you know. So, And it's not possible to do that unless we do our practices. So, in that sense, uh, you know, I just want to little clarity on that. Okay, I think yeah. I understand your question. So, first thing is that our progress in spiritual life is not mechanical. Christian can take anybody back. We teach Shastra, which, t which says that one has to accept spiritual master. But there are examples. There was one devotee 
elderly man who was coming to the temple, I think in London. And he couldn't get, for some reason or another, the devotees wouldn't recommend him. Maybe he was drinking tea or some horrible thing like that. And they wouldn't recommend him. But Srila Prabhupada told him that you simply chant Hare Krishna. Every day you chant Hare Krishna. And he took that very, he chanted the rest of his life in his last words before he left this world, Hare Krishna. So we can say he received the mercy of Prabhupada. So was he formally initiated? No. But he received the mercy of pure devotee. There are circumstances where Krishna can take anyone back at any time. There's another story about a young bhakta in Italy had a very powerful dream that Srimati Radharani appeared in his dream. Mostly dreams are all nonsense, hodgepodge, but this was not such a dream. It was a very powerful spiritual dream, and he was so moved by it that Srimati Radharani said to come to Vrindavan. So he left everything and moved to Vrindavan. A few, a few weeks later, he came down with malaria and left his body in Vrindavan. He went back to Godhead by the direct instruction of Srimati Radharani. These are exceptions to the rule. The general principle is that we follow the instructions of Guru because Guru is giving his external manifestation of the Lord who is within our heart. We follow those instructions coming from Guru, coming ultimately from Krishna himself, from Shastra, Lord's words. And when soul, super soul in our heart sees that we're following those words, he takes us back. Krishna is taking us back. He says, I'm the swift deliverer from the ocean of mirth and death in Bhagavad Gita. So both things have to be there. Mercy of Guru and mercy of Krishna. Mercy of Krishna comes to us as mercy of Guru. If we follow, Krishna is pleased and he takes us back to Godhead. If he desires, Krishna is the transcendental autocrat in the words of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. He can do as he likes. He can take you back. He can not take you back. But whatever he does, we should understand to be a great blessing to come back to this world and again participate in Lord Chaitanya's Leela, which is Iskan Leela, by the way. This Chaitanya Charitamrita did not end with Leela. Chaitanya Bhagavat did not end with Ante Leela. And Chaitanya Bhagavat, Vrindavan Das Thakur mentions that in the future there will be more chapters added to Chaitanya Bhagavat. What is Chaitanya Bhagavat? The pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu spreading the holy name all over the world, all over the universe. There'll be chapters how the Africans took to the chanting of Hare Krishna and they're worshipping Radha Krishna in the temple. The Mexicans, the Chinese, the Americans, all worshipping Radha Krishna. This is the this is the future chapters of Chaitanya Bhagavad that have yet to be written. That is Iskan. So to take birth again in the family of Iskan devotees is a huge blessing also. To come back as a powerful devotee and strongly challenge atheism, to strongly challenge other misconceptions of what is spiritual and what is not, and to preach strongly the message of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the Gauravani Pracharani. Because this whole Iskand society is built on these principles. One, mm, uh, uh, we say Namaste Saraswati Devi. Saraswati Devi means Srila Prabhupada identified himself, and we pray in this way to Srila Prabhupada as a disciple of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, Saraswati Devi, and Gauravani Pracharani. These two things are the foundation of the success of ISKCON. Service to one's guru and preaching the message of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The whole success of ISKCON, every temple, every building, every devotee, every book distributed rests on these two things. 
dedication and chastity to one's guru and preaching the message of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And this is the means to go back to God. If you don't go back to Godhead, you'll come back to Iskand society and preach. Many of these, Prabhupada said, many of my disciples will have to be born in India to finish their Krishna Bhakti. And I see this. I see this. Some of these young devotees are simply amazing devotees. Powerful. I wouldn't even open my mouth in front of them. This Goranga Prabhu, uh, Rukmini Krishna Prabhu, mm, what's his name? Uh, I'm forgetting his names. And they're powerful preachers. Huh? Amrendra Prabhu. Such powerful preachers. Amazing memory. Dedication. They're having connection with Prabhupada in their lives. Iskand's 50 years old. These devotees aren't 50 years old. They're 30-something. What were they doing 40 years ago? They had relationship with Prabhupada and they've come back to be powerful preachers of the Gauravani Pracharani. So there's no loss. Going back to God is, is within our grasp, certainly. Or going to Lord's Bauma Leela, where the Lord is showing his Leela somewhere else in some other universe in the material world. These are the, these are the options available to devotees who leave this world. We can come back and strongly preach Chaitanya, mission, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission wherever it's going on. We can go to Bhama Leela, where Lord Krishna, Radha Krishna's Leela is going on, or we can go back directly to Goloka Vrindavan. Everything's so positive. Devotee's life is so positive. All positive. We have such a bright future. So no lamentation. I don't know if that answered your question or not, Mantaji, but I hope I hit something that resonated with you. Uh, yes, Prabhuji, thank you so much. Like, actually, we have so many options, now. Our spiritual master is there, of course, and remember Krishna, name, and Prasadam. There are so many cases we hear where a person is... Uh, uh, because we all are traveling the material world, and this, you know, we come across, uh, I would say, loneliness uh, when devotees are not around. But when devotees are there, we are so cheerful. We forget about, you know, uh, because they are engaging themselves in service and we also get enthusiastic, like, you know, um, together. So, but uh, otherwise life is not very nice uh, in the world where all the people are, you know, with the karmi attitude and things like that. So thank you so much, Prabhuji. And I, think, yeah. I think it's going to get a lot more unnice also as, as time progresses. There's the history of Kali Yuga. So we yeah. should be very, very serious about we spiritual life. Cling on to the feet of our spiritual master and the devotees, because otherwise... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deha Mori Padachaya. Take shelter the lotus, the shadow, the dust of lotus feet of spiritual master. Padachaya like means the, the shadow. Yes, Prabhuji. One point I like that you said, that when we are reading the Guru... Guru prayers and Guru Ashtakam prayers and all these, we should also read the meaning of it. And if not like word to word, at least we should know the meaning because we just read it out. You know, Narshinga Arti and Gora Arti, Shishta Ashtakam, uh, you know. But it's important. Of course, we read the Ten Offenses so that we understand because it's we read in English. Um, probably in, in India, people might be reading in Hindi also, uh, the you know, like the offenses. But... Uh, it's good to touch base with the language so we can understand it better, you know. Just like there's also a, 
I would say a parampara in our Vaishnav culture that uh, when we sing Vaishnav songs, we always uh, read the meaning. So that's also very important. Yeah. So that yeah, is otherwise, what do you do? Where yeah. is your mind otherwise? You're just standing there singing. Oh, we sang the song. Okay, good. You sang the song. What did it mean? <laughs> Even one time I asked the devotees, Mahaprasadi Govinda Nama Brahmani Vaishnava. I said, what does it mean? So one devotee raised his hand. Oh, Prabhu, it means we're going to eat soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't know the meaning. They just sing. The, they just say the prayer. Understand every word. Then it's meditation. It's prayer, and we make progress much more quickly in spiritual life when we're present, when we're mindful. Yes, and this prayer is so wonderful, actually. And I'm remembering the time when I heard it for the first time. What I liked about it is like that we're entangled in this material world. And please, Krishna, free us, you know, give us, so our tongue can only hanker for chanting in prasadam. So I remember uh, there was a class on this. Uh, when I heard this, I was like, so nice. And I pray to Krishna, I always remember to say these prayers before taking prasadam, because it has such a deep meaning and very clear cut, uh, you know. Uh, so even in our, in our temple, we sing it and then we read the meaning also. <laughs> before that, nobody's given prasadam. So that's a wonderful practice we do in our Orlando temple. Thank you so much, Prabhuji, for your wonderful association and class. And we're really fortunate to always have you, in, you know, like you yourself, Srila Prabhupada disciple. So whenever you come, you always give us, give us this uh, Krishna Katha where Srila Prabhupada's, you know, glories and stories are there, which, you know, we can take uh, since being morning now, we can remember that and, you know, continue our day as per schedule. Thank you, Prabhuji. Thank you for the thank you for the opportunity, Mataji. Okay, thank you very much, all devotees, obeisances. Have a wonderful day. Hare Krishna. Vancha kalpatru vishya kripa sindhu vya evacha patita nam pavani vyo vishnavibhya namonamaha anantapoti vishnavand ki jai Sri La Prabhupad ki jai. Thank you so much, devotee, for joining the call. Please have a good day, Prabhupad.